Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper in prayer? Did you know I'm reaching millions of people every month through the power of prayer on social media? You can join me for daily corporate prophetic prayer sessions as I press into what the Lord is saying and release words of knowledge, prophecy, counsel, and teaching. Join online Mornings with the Holy Spirit prayer calls, facebook.com slash Jennifer LeClaire, Periscope at Prophetic Books. These calls are bringing transformation to people in the nations around the world. Mornings with the Holy Spirit, Facebook, Periscope, 6 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, or catch the replay. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. The Lord's favor, grace, and blessing be upon all of you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I want to talk to you today about breaking the fear of acknowledging people by their office and title. We're going to be digging into the word right now. Amen. So go get your Bible, go get your notepad, and I want you to bring your honest dialogue and thoughts on this. Here's the issue. Um, Why do so many believers have such a hard time calling other believers who have the fruit by the office from which the fruit uh, is being understood from. Let me say that again. Why do multitude of believers have a hard time calling uh, those who they know are demonstrating authentic fruit Concerning a particular office, why do they, even after uh, heaven has shone, shine its light on a particular ministry, the Lord has granted great favor over a particular minister, um, there's obvious long-lasting fruit. Um, uh, There's also uh, personal interaction with where the humility is discerned. From a person, and yet, yet, I find that a multitude of believers still can't say a particular office title. I guess I'll also throw this out there and say this. Is it dishonor? Is it truly dishonor to not acknowledge someone's office even when the fruit um, has been manifested, all right? Um, is every interaction with the minister have to be always, well, it's all about Jesus? Is the phrase, is all about Jesus, um, is that the catalyst 
and the premise by which we acknowledge no titles, that the is the acknowledging of a title a form of uh, uh, a form of pride, or how about this? You know, some folks just can't say it out of pure jealousy and envy. Let's jump into this thing. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, seven verses, uh, seven verses that I want to go over. Now, let me just throw this out there that uh, these verses are subjective. They're not absolute. They're not authoritative. They're subjective, which means they give the indication that potentially uh, that uh, the acknowledging or the not acknowledging of a particular office uh, by the wording is either accepted or condemned. All right, so it's subjective. It's it's it's, it's meaning it's relative. Uh, there's no concrete evidence, but um, sometimes the Bible doesn't have to outline and say it for you to do it. Like the Bible in the New Testament does not talk about tithing, but you don't need heaven to tell you to tithe to your local church. And those who choose not to tithe, well, through the legality of the word, they could get away with it. But through the principle and the spirit of the law, they're walking in dishonor, you know. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, for those of you that are very literal, you know that heaven knows that you are not tithing and you're using a technicality because you cheap. You're cheap and don't want to. And you're using a technicality to not give. And let me tell you something. When you stand before God, the judgment seat of Christ, you're going to give an account for all the technicalities and loose ends that you dipped and dived to to not be able to do something because simply the Bible just doesn't outline and authoritatively say, you must do this. I'm just telling you, you're going to stand before God one day, give an account for all the little loopholes with your little Johnny Cochran uh, innuendos, what I mean Johnny Cochran is that he was able to get OJ acquitted with one statement, if the glove don't fit, you must acquit, and that man walked away from murder, simply through a technicality, you're going to be held accountable for all the little loose ends you try to be slick with, alright okay, here's the issue you might be saying, what is the issue with these titles what is the issue uh, with these titles, like, man, aren't we all servants of Christ? Aren't we all called to walk in humility? First, let me say this. is So you mean to tell me that having a title implies that a person isn't walking in humility? That's like, that's like saying that because the Bible condemns a lot, about being rich, that everyone who's rich is evil and corrupt. That, is that what you're saying? That every person who is rich is evil and corrupt because the Bible condemns a lot riches? Are you saying that anyone who walks in a title is not walking in the humility uh, or is displaying or manifesting some sort of pride? Is that what you're saying? Um, are you saying that to hold a particular office and to demand that those that are under it to honor it is a form of 
Jezebel? Really? Okay, so then let me say this. Those of you that are fathers and mothers, then you should not get mad when your children for Father's Day and Mother's Day buy you nothing. All right? That's what you're saying, that on Father's Day and on Mother's Day, you don't want your kids to buy you anything or throw you a party or make you a cake or even call you to say, hey, Dad, uh, happy Father's Day. Hey, Ma, just calling you to say happy Mother's Day. So you're perfectly okay with on Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, all of that stuff is you will never get mad uh, if they don't reach if they don't ever call you and the day that you call them to say, hey, you haven't called me in like six months, that you will be okay with your child telling you, get over it, ma. The world knows that you're my ma. I don't have to keep telling you that I love you. You know I love you. And then your mom goes, uh, but it's Mother's Day. No, ma, I'm not going to call you because I don't want you to be filled up with pride. Because you're my mother. Because all the mothers are the same. All mothers are the same. Is that what you're saying? Is you're saying that all mothers are all mothers are the same, right? So on Mother's Day, I'm not gonna buy my mom anything or not even call her to say Happy Mother's Day because I don't want my mom to be filled up with pride and and think that she is above other mothers of the world. That's what you're saying. That's not what you're saying. Oh, but that is what you're saying. That is what you're saying. That is what you're saying when you have the same type of mindset concerning the same thing with those in the church who have honor or who should we honor. Okay, so what you're saying is that secular, heathen doctors, judges, police officers who fornicate, worship the devil, Touch little boys, completely live in sin, right? Uh, who who uh, serve in a particular respected office get more respect than the woman and man of God who is preaching the God's honest truth. Is that what you're saying? That a Catholic priest has more honor than your pastor? Because no one in their right mind would call a Catholic priest, yo, bro, hey, uh, John, don't play yourself. You won't call him even pastor. You won't say, hey, you, hey, servant of Jesus. You will call him father. You will say father. You want to know why? Because point number one is the title is just. A word. It's just a word. Prophetess, bishop, apostle. It's just a word in our English vocabulary that has spiritual implication, but it's just a word. Oh, so it's just a word when you deal with the local Catholic priests in the corner of your city block and then you interact with them and you and and you call him. Father, Father Fitzgerald, how are you doing today? And then I call you out and say, hey, uh, Jesus said don't call nobody Father. And you look at me and say, it's just a title. How is it that, how is it that you can honor a priest 
but you'll dishonor your pastor by saying, hey, Bill, hey, John, how you doing, John? Let's get into this. What does God say about this? You know, what is, let me get into the scriptures so that way we could, we could, we could, uh, 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 really get into this thing. Okay, watch this. Look at this. Look at this. So I said that it's just a word, but look at this. Watch this. Man, but why everybody acting up about the title? Why everybody acting up about the title? Okay, here's the issue. Why can't you say it? Okay, if it's just a title, it's just a word, why can't you say it? Why can't you say apostle? Tell me, why can't? Okay, if it's not an issue, why can't you say it? The issue is not saying it. The issue is, why can't you say it? Why won't you say it? That's the issue. It's not. It's not uh, uh, that they have it. The issue is, why can't you say it? I'll wait. I'll wait for you to write it. Don't worry. I won't block you. You know, I'm looking to hear feedback. Why can't you say it? The issue is not saying it is why can't you say it? See, see, see. It's kind of like when I tell people, when I tell people, when they tell me, I don't need deliverance. Okay. When, when they tell me, you know, oh, I drink. You know, because people come to me from the from the streets. I drink. I, need, I don't, And I say, you need deliverance. And they go, oh, I need deliverance. I say, oh, okay. So then why can't you just stop? If you don't need deliverance, why can't you just stop? If if you feel you don't need deliverance from alcohol, why can't you just stop? It's the same, it's the same thing. Why can't you say it? Okay. What does the Bible say? Number one is this. Look at this. Matthew 23, verse 12. I'm gonna share with you seven, seven verses of God's perspective about titles and stuff like this. Matthew 23, verse 12 says this. Look what it says, that the last will be first. And those, look what it says, and those who want to be the greatest must make themselves the least. For the last will be first and the first will be last. Okay, watch this. Watch this. We've been reading that verse halfway. That verse is twofold. We've been reading that God is always making you last. No. The Bible says those that want to be first, God will make last. But what about those who are last that God makes first? What was that? What was that? The verse is twofold. Because it says the first shall be last and the last shall be first. We love reading the first will be last. What about the part that says the last will be first? Which means if you make yourself last, God makes you first. Look at this verse. James chapter 1 verse 9 says, look what it says. It says, let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. God forbid you rejoice that God exalted you because that's not a showing a display of true humility. Wait a second. The Bible actually tells you that when God exalts you, rejoice in it. So why is it that there's a bunch of Christians being killjoys when God exalts someone? Let me read it again. Somebody write it in the chat room. James chapter one, verse nine. It says, let the brother of low degree 
rejoice. Write in the chat room in capital letters, rejoice. Rejoice. It says, rejoice in that he is exalted. So what does that mean? That when God exalts you, you know what God exalts you means? Rejoice in it. So here you are. You graduated uh, seminary, got your master's of divinity, and now you can't use doctor because it's a display of pride. And now if anybody calls you doctor, you know, don't call him doctor. He's just brother. Everybody's calling you doctor so-and-so, and they're like, hey, brother. Hey, brother John. Everybody's saying, hey, Dr. John, hey, Dr. John, hey, Reverend John. Why? Because they finished the, they, they got their, uh, they finished seminary. They earned their masters in divinity. They earned, they earned, they excited that they finally, after eight, eight years, finished Bible school and they earned the title and they rejoice in it. And then you get a bunch of Christians surrounding them, pointing the finger saying, that's pride, my brother. That's pride. I'm just going to call you servant John. James chapter 1, verse 9, says, Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. Which means when God exalts you, you can rejoice in it. When you know you paid the price, when you know you have outstanding fruit, when you know that the title don't get to your head, there's nothing wrong with rejoicing in your exaltation. So when a church honors someone and they rejoice in it and they start putting profit in front of their name, here comes the killjoys talking about, oh, now because they got ordained now, now they want to be profit this. Yeah, yes, the Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 9, let the brother rejoice in that he's exalted which means there's nothing wrong with rejoicing when you are in a place of exaltation. It's not pride. It's called joy. Number two, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 17. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 17 says, Honor all people and love the brotherhood. Hey, look what it says. It says, Honor all people. What does that mean? It means you're to honor an office even if you don't like the office. You're to honor them anyway. It doesn't say just honor those in your belief system. The verse here says honor all people. And in case you don't know what the people are, the verse tells you love the brotherhood. The brotherhood means those in the faith like you. Not just honor your denominations theological view of something. Let me give an example of what that means. Love the brotherhood. Honor all people means this. When you see that a particular sister or brother is part of a particular movement or church and everyone in that church acknowledges them by a particular, uh, particular office and they call them that, you don't break rank talking about, hey, bro, now, it's just about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Everybody's calling them pastor, but you can't say pastor. You know, they get around you and it's like your eye starts twitching. Hey, brother, you know. You know what that eye twitch means? It means I'm going to leave that one alone because then you're going to get mad. It's a demon of dishonor there. You know, that thing that's twitching is that letting you know, 
you you gonna call him that or not? You gonna call him that? Or, let me leave that one alone. Okay. Number three is this: Second Peter chapter two, verse ten, talks about. Look at this. Second Peter chapter two, verse ten talks about uh, these men uh, abuse authority, slandering and not honoring celestial beings. Now, if you read the whole context of Second Peter, it's actually talking about uh, people who feel they don't have to honor rank. So much so that they even dishonor celestial beings. What does that mean? Let me, let me give you an example of how this works. You know, they start saying these Christianese slang phrases for how the devil is stupid. Oh, let me tell you something. Satan is not stupid. I would never in my right mind ever say, you know, Satan is stupid. You know, these demons are ignorant. You know, these demons are idiots. You know, they don't know what the Lord is doing. Oh, baby. Oh, I don't talk like that about the devil. You know, I don't over glorify him, but I would never. You want to know why I've lasted this long in deliverance? Is because I respect hell and hell respects me back. What does that mean? It means I don't bother them. They don't bother me. I only go if God sent me over there. And even with that, if I know I'm outranked, I walk away. I walk away. And I don't talk about I have authority over everything. Oh, no, 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 no. Because if it was like that, if it was like Luke chapter 10, then why don't you bind Satan himself with your authority and stop him from functioning forever until Jesus comes? Oh, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I'm challenging your theology. But we have power over all the power of the enemy. Really? Really? So why don't you bind Lucifer and say, Satan, I bind you until Jesus come. You don't function in Jesus' name. You want to know why? Because it won't work. Because that's not what that verse means. That verse means we have power over all power of the enemy that God sends you to invade. If you read the verses before that, it said Jesus sent the 72 to go cast out devils. Do you see what I'm saying? So the Bible here says, honor all people. Uh, 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 the, 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 I mean, the verse here says, uh, these are people who defy and abuse authority. Abuse authority doesn't mean uh uh, over abusing it. It means to not acknowledge it, to not acknowledge it. Okay. Number four, Matthew chapter 10, verse 40 says this. Listen, it says, if you receive a prophet in the name, write it in the chat room, in the name, write it in the chat room, in the name. The Bible says, if you receive a prophet in the name of the prophet. Oh, it doesn't say in the name of Jesus. No, it does not. It doesn't say in the name of heaven. It says, if you receive a prophet in the name of Jesus. Oh, oops, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say receive a prophet. In the name of Jesus, it says receive a prophet 
in the name of the prophet, then you will receive what? Write it in the chat room. The prophet's reward, which means whatever heaven has rewarded that prophet, they could freely give it away. See, watch this, watch this. You keep, you, you go ahead and keep calling your pastor, hey, John, hey, 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 Sister Maria. Guess what you're going to get? That's all you're going to get. You're going to get John. You're going to get Maria. But if you acknowledge your pastor by the office that they carry, not just man of God. You know, if you, you know what I'm saying, acknowledge the office you will draw the reward that's connected to their office. Let me say something. Go ahead and call me Alex if you want. You know what you're going to get? Just prayer. But if you acknowledge the office that I carry, I'm not no prophet. I'm not no evangelist. I'm an apostolic teacher. You pull an apostle, you're going to draw out of the well of insight and revelation, and I'll give you a blueprint that'll help your whole bloodline get set free. But if you on that, hey, Pagani, hey, Alex, amen, I'll, I'll ride with you, amen, this, that's my name. Well, my name is Alexander, you know, Pagani, yeah, that's my last name. What you going to get? You're going to get Pagani. But if you acknowledge your pastor by the, by the name of what they carry, you going to draw out of the woman of God, you know? And I ain't got no problem saying, man, the people that don't get delivered the most in our ministry are those who call me Pagani. Hey, Pagani. And guess what they get? Nothing. Want to know why? Because there's no virtue in Pagani. There's no virtue. But when you acknowledge an office, you're acknowledging the gift to that office. And that gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. Which means even on a bad day, I can help you get your demons cast out. You see what I'm saying? I've never seen so many disrespectful Christians just calling their pastor by their name. Like, I can't do that, man. Like, my mama didn't teach me that, man. My mama taught me to say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. You know? All right. So number four was if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you shall receive a prophet's, a prophet's reward. First, number five is this. Number five, and I got to get out of here because I got two more to go. Number five is this. First Peter chapter three, verse six. It says, Sarah honored Abram by calling him Lord. See what I'm saying? Uh, Sarah honored uh, Abram by calling him Lord. By calling him Lord. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I saw someone's comment there that the pastor says is okay. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something that my mama taught me and my grandmother, my aunties. Even if I go to someone's house, let me give you an example. Even if I go to someone's house and they tell me, man, kick back, man, loosen up, man. You in my house. I still won't loosen up. Even if they say, man, go to the fridge and go get the juice yourself. I will not go to the fridge and get the juice myself. I don't care. I don't care even if the owner of the house says, uh, go ahead, man. It's your house. Heck no, I won't do it. I'll tell someone, can you get it for me, please? That's just the way I was raised. That even if you tell me, even if you tell me, 
man, don't call me that. I'm good. I'm still going to call you that. I'm still going to call you that because I never want to get to a place where I'm too familiar with you in that level, in that level. Even if you joking with me, I'll laugh <laughs> because you're laughing. I would never joke with you. I would never joke with you like, yo, look at this. Listen to this. I would never do it. Now, if now if you start laughing and I laugh with you, the joke is coming from you. I laugh with you. <laughs> and I'll go, man, that was funny. That's as far as it goes. I would never say, yo, check this joke out. Nope. Nope. Won't do it. I won't do it. Why? Because I'm laughing with you. I'm not laughing at you. I would never do it. Why? Because I never want to get to a place where we just that familiar. Even if you tell me, bro, loosen up. No, bro. I will never bro my way through a breakthrough. Uh-uh, because broing your way to a breakthrough hinders the breakthrough. All right? Okay. So she called him Lord. Why did she call him babe? Why did she call Abram boo? Why did she call Abram sweetie? Hey, babe. No. Bible says she called Abram Lord. 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 And God forbid you preach that because these evangelical churches are so yellow back that every time they say that, they immediately have to say, he wasn't saying control. Oh, Lord is Lord, man. Lord is Lord. I'm not going to change it to scratch itchy ears. Lord is Lord. It is what it is. Number six, Matthew 22, verse 40. Write this down, Matthew 22. You know what I'm saying? Matthew 22, uh, verse 40. Jesus said, give to Caesar. What is Caesar? And give to God what is God. Oh, that's some good stuff. Wait, 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 wait. Unless you're being exegetical to the text that this is only talk, excuse me, talking about money, then the church has no right to use that reference for all the other stuff that they're using it for. Oh, wait, 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 wait. If that reference is only about money, then the church has been wrong for using that to fit it in honor on a million other places that they use that verse for all over the church. Okay, what does this say? It says this, give to whom it is honored to. And what I am seeing, what I am seeing is this, people violating that. They can't say a title. They can't, let me tell you something, it's so bad, it's so bad in the body of Christ that folks can't even say pastor. They'll say servant leader. Baby, that's still a title. <laughs> that's still a title. You know what I'm saying? That's still a title. You servant leader, servant leader. Elder, elder, can't say, we don't say pastor here, we say elder. Elder is still a title. Servant leader is still a title. Do you see what I'm saying? Jesus said, give to Caesar what belongs, which means give, unless you believe he's talking about Caesar to be proper exegesis, then you have to eliminate this verse for everything else that we use it for. Okay. Or rather, give to man what is man's. Give to, you know, let me share something with you. Because I got to go, guys. If 
if a person was presented to me as Archbishop, guess what I'm going to call him? Archbishop. Why? Because if he, even if he's not Archbishop to me, he's Archbishop to them. And because if he's Archbishop to them, guess what? I'm going to give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Why? Because in that sphere of influence, I'm not going to sit here and say, Archbishop Deluxe, all these issues of master prophet, Archbishop, Bishop, Bishop Deluxe. Oh, I don't play like that. Just like you would never see me say, Mr. 45. I would never call Don President Donald Trump, Mr. 45. No, I would call him Mr. President, President Trump. If he walked in the room, I'd get up. I'd salute. And now, I'm not saying I agree with his policy. I'm not saying I agree with his character. But I do respect the office. I would never dishonor the office, ever. You know, I see folks talking about 45, 45, 45. You know, orange hair. You know, Mr. Orange Hair. Oh, I would never do that. I would never do that. I would never do that. And to those of you that are doing that, let this teaching, Mr. Orange Hair, Mr. Goofball. I've heard one person say, you know, this idiot in office. What? What? Idiot in office? Oh, I heard one person, one Spanish person say that. You know, this idiot in office, I was like, oh, no. Well, I won't do that. Why? Give to Caesar what is Caesar. Give to God what is God. See? You acknowledge the office. Huh? It's just a word. It's just a word. Say it with me. Apostle. Say it with me. Say it. Say it. Apostle. If you cringe, maybe the issue is not in the Bible. The issue is you. You, you know, you got the issue. See, say it, prophetess. I, I can't say it. It's just a word. It's just a word in the Webster Dictionary. It's just a word. It's just a word, you know. Say it, bishop. Say bishop. It's just a word. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm out. I'll end with this one verse, last verse. James chapter four, verse 17. For those of you that are like, I can't do it. Oh, James chapter four, verse 17 says, guess what? After today, if you don't do it, you are in sin. Oh yeah. Guess what? Because I just revealed it to you. So now you're not ignorant. If after today you don't do it, you are in sin. Oh, you want to, where's that in the Bible? Oh, I'm glad you asked. James four, verse 17. To him that knows to do good and does it not, it is sin. To him that knows to do good and does it not, it is sin. The Lord had a blessing to this teaching and this impartation this second day of January. God bless you. My name is Alexander Pagani, lead pastor of Amazing Church located here in the South Bronx, New York City, a.k.a. He is Risen Tabernacle. I want to encourage you, if you haven't had a chance to go buy my book, I want to encourage you, go buy it, The Secrets to Deliverance. You can just go look it up. It's everywhere. Teach it to your church for midweek Bible study. I'm out of here. I love you. I'm gone. You want to go deeper? 
Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.